Sometimes a Christian dies before their normal time, or there is that brush with death, a time that almost takes our life, and yet our life was spared. For me, three times I almost drowned as a young boy, three times going under. For me, I was saved three times. God had later plans for me. What about you? For our former internet programmer, web designer, there was that day when we were on the phone. Me, in sunny Southern California. The programmer, driving on an ice-packed road in wintry Edmonton, Alberta. While on the phone, he hit a patch of ice and lost control. With only seconds, he cried out to God for mercy as his car was sent careening into a hard-packed snowbank next to the icy road. The car didn't make it, but he made it out alive to serve his Lord another day. How we can give thanks for the very next breath that only he can give. Welcome to Haven Today. I'm Charles Morris, where I get to share the great story with you that's all about Jesus. And we're in a series this week called Christians You Should Know. God is still in the business of saving our souls. And many times he's there to spare our lives and give us another day and days to come to serve him and share our faith with others. Today, we're heading to Western Michigan to meet a Haven listener who is also an exterminator. And he will share his story of how his life was spared after being attacked by a swarm of yellow jackets. I said, Lord, is this it? Is this how it's going to end? And I thought, I'm going down. And and I thought, I'm going to die. That's Mark Spurlick. Stay with me to hear his incredible story of survival, as well as the gospel ministry that he has to save souls, even as he kills bugs. And then after the program, may I remind you of the documentary we have on the life of Johnny Cash. Like Mark, with those yellow jackets, Johnny could have died as well. The pills, the alcohol had taken their toll until one day he literally crawled into a cave and he prepared to die. He was really down at his lowest point and he took a flashlight and he said he was going to crawl back in there as long as his flashlight would burn. And in the darkness, laid down and basically gave up his life, gave up everything. I kept walking and crawling and climbing until my life ran out. Every fiber of my being totally exhausted. And I lay there in the darkness the end of the line, I lay there to die. It was in that cave that Johnny Cash was changed by his Savior, who he had rejected from his younger days in a small Arkansas town. He met Jesus. His life was saved, and the rest of his life was dedicated to Christ. If you haven't yet, get in touch after the program and get a copy of the DVD called Johnny Cash, The Redemption of an American Icon. Make your gift to the ministry, but do so with the goal of sharing this film with others, calling them to new life in Christ, and saving the lives of others. Be encouraged. Be bold. Call us after the program for this dramatic DVD. 800-65-HAVEN. 800 
65 Haven. Get more than one copy to share the story of salvation in Jesus Christ with others afar. Or go to our website and watch the trailer and make your gift. Haventoday.org. That's haventoday.org. And now I'd like us to open with a song based on Psalm 62 by Sovereign Grace. My soul will wait.
Welcome to Haven Today. I'm Charles Morris. As we're going to meet up with another Christian, you should know. We're going to West Michigan. We're going to Moody Radio, West Michigan, where I heard, then met, then had dinner with our special guest we've got on with us today. Mark Spurlick is his name. Mark, my brother in Christ, thanks for joining us. It's been a few months back since we first met. Yes, it's my pleasure, Charles. Thank you for having me on. Well, you have a most unusual story, and it just happened this summer. You're an exterminator by trade, aren't you? Yes, for 35 years. That's a long time. And I would imagine (laughs) over all that time of 35 years, you've taken out wasp nest, uh, bees, hornets, and and disposed of uh, ants and many other things. All kinds of insects, <laughs> yes. But this summer, tell us what happened that day, as you shared with me. Well, I got a phone call from uh, a previous customer. She said she had a nest in the, uh, in the ground of yellow jackets, and she was stung a couple of times while she was riding her lawnmower. And I said, okay. I said, well, I, I can come out you know, near this evening, just before it gets dark. And she said, well, that'd be great. So um, on my way out there, I was driving down the road, and I just happened to be reciting the Psalm 91 that I have committed to my memory since the 1990s, and I usually try to say it every day, recite Mm -hmm. it every day. Mm -hmm. And so when I arrived at the customer's home, Charles, I... I located the nest, and I've done a thousand and one of these mm-hmm. nests, mm-hmm. and uh, and so I'm pretty familiar with it. And I I'm usually pretty good at not being stung. And actually, we have bee suits that we could wear. Well, I didn't feel like it was necessary, so I didn't put it on that day. And um, so I found it, and I treated it, and I walked away. And everything would have been fine, but the customer was standing you know, far off, you know, and saying, uh, Mark, well, do you think you need to mark it in case you need to come back that you'll, so you'll be able to find it? And I said, well, probably not. And I started to kind of look back at it again and took a couple of steps towards it. I was still probably a good 10 feet away at least. And all of a sudden, they nailed me. I mean, I was getting stung all over. Mm probably about 20 to 30 stings and the ones that really made an impact on me were the ones that they where they stung me on the back of the neck and the back of my head mm. and mm. i walked away and you know they'll follow you those yes bees. They, they're they predators really the, these are yellow jackets and they will repeatedly sting you too right yes yes uh-huh. they don't lose their stinger like a honeybee right a yellow jacket can repeatedly sting you and when they sting you, they release a pheromone in the air where the other ones, it puts them in attack mode. That's why they can chase you for a mile <laughs> and continuously sting you. And so it's almost like a shark putting blood in the water of a shark, and they go into a frenzy, and they just start attacking everything. Yes. It's kind of like that type of scenario. Well, within about a minute or so, I started feeling dizzy. I, I ran to her garage she was standing kind of in the garage in her house because she didn't want to get stung. I don't blame her for that. Sure. And I started feeling 
dizzy, nauseous, and started walking towards my truck. With each step, I started to get more and more dizzy, and I took my backpack sprayer off real quick. I couldn't even close the tailgate, and I was going to run to get inside my truck, my driver's seat, and before I got there, I, I threw up. And then I made it to my seat, and I don't remember anything after that much because I blacked out. Mm. And mm. But I could hear the customer's voice, and she said, Mark, can you hear me? Are you all right? And I couldn't respond. I could barely hear her voice. And she says, I'm calling 911. So that's what she did, and she told them that I wasn't responding. And sometimes I could hear her, you know, but I couldn't, I still couldn't respond. And I was just, I thought actually on my way to the truck before I reached the driver's seat and just while, just before I threw up, I, I said, Lord, is this it? Is this how it's going to end? And I thought I'm going Mm. down and, Mm. and I thought I'm going to die. I'm probably going to die because (laughs) there are many people that are allergic to bee stings and people die from it all the time from bee stings. And, you know, in my years of doing this, I've gotten stung before at times on various jobs. Mm-hmm. Not always, but at times. But it was only one or two stings, and it never bothered me. And it certainly wasn't in the back of my neck or the back of my head or anything like that. Well, once I was in the seat, and she said she called 911, I was just praying to the Lord as much as I could be conscious. I don't think I flatlined Charles. I don't think I didn't see anything in the spirit realm <laughs> when I was blacked out. But you were getting pretty close to 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 seeing Jesus and to leaving this life, this earth, weren't you? Right. But I thought I was going to die. Yes. Cuz it's so yes. unpredictable. Yes. And uh so you couldn't tell me I didn't think I wasn't gonna that I wasn't gonna die. I thought I was gonna die, and I said, and I remember mumbling out the words, "Lord, help me, save me, Lord." And it took him about twenty minutes to get there, and which which is a very long time, uh, and and you could have really died there in your truck, there in the seat, I, just days. Yes. Yes. yes, and and you know because I was way out in the country, way out okay. in the sticks. Okay, you know, and and then I heard the woman, the customer, say to me, "Mark, can you hear the sirens? They're coming for you, Mark. Can you hear the sirens? Can you hear the sirens, Mark?" And of course, I couldn't respond, but I could hear those sirens, and I thought, I thought the Lord was coming after me, you know. <laughs> I knew he was already there, right, Charles. But right, help but was on the way. Help yes. was on the way, and wow. uh, so when they got there, uh, I could hear voices all around me. I guess there was probably I don't know, fifteen to twenty people there. The sheriff's department was there, and several of the fire, the whole fire department, I think, was there, or most of it. And uh, the paramedics ended up being there last. But the firemen got things rolling, and I remember them saying uh, they got in on the pas- passenger side of the truck and, you know, from the driver's side as well where I was sitting, and I could just hear a couple of them saying, Mark, stay with us, Mark. Come on, buddy, stay with us, stay with us. 
Mart. And at that time, uh, they were doing that. They were cutting off my shirt. I had, you know, vomit all over it. And and, um, they started putting these electrodes on me. They took my blood pressure. My blood pressure was way low, probably pretty close to being dead. And, um, and, uh, my, they put a, uh, EKG, they did an EKG on me right while I was sitting in my driver's seat there and took my blood pressure. And what else did they do? They put an IV in me and then they gave me oxygen at the same time. And then the next thing, you know, I felt like a fireman or somebody anyway, stick up, uh, EpiPen in mm-hmm. my thigh. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that kind of brought me around a little bit to enough to where they could get me to where I could stand up and put me on the gurney and rush me out of there. And uh, they brought me to the hospital and they observed me for a while and can't remember everything there, but um, they might have given me a few things. And then they released me at two in the morning. So I'm. I thought, well, the Lord wants me to stick around for a little bit longer. Wow. If I got to be an exterminator and I couldn't go be a missionary somewhere that God could, he's got a mission field right where I was at. So I tried to tell everybody about the Lord because I think, you know, I'm just out killing the bugs. What else am I going to do? I thought, well, (laughs) I can tell people about Jesus. That's what I can do. And I've led people to the Lord, you know, uh, in my job, plant a lot of seeds and water th- those seeds. And um, I I also um, uh, get the opportunity to make the harvest at various times. Amen to that. If you just joined us, you're listening to my friend Mark Spurlick. I've only known him a few months. Met him when I was in West Michigan uh, just a few months ago. And he almost died uh, when attacked by a swarm of yellow jackets this summer. Mark, I always ask people who I talk to on this program, so I'm going to ask you now, what does Jesus mean to you? Well, Charles, back in 92, I was driving in my little service truck. I was on my way home, and I pulled up to a big intersection, and I was waiting for the light to turn green another car pulled up alongside me and they said, and it was full of kids dressed in black Gothic costumes with purple, different kinds of color hair, black makeup on. And they, I kind of glanced over at them and then I quickly glanced back, minding my own business. And somebody, one of those kids caught me looking over there at them and she started leaning out the window Hey, you, hey, you. And I looked over, yeah, you, go to hell. And they all joined in. There were probably six of them in that car. Yeah, go to hell, go to hell. And I had to think quick, Charles, and I said, I said, I can't. Jesus Christ is my Lord and Savior. I'm on my way to heaven. My name's written in the Lamb's Book of Life, and there's nothing I can do about it. The light turned green, and I took off. So that's what Jesus means to me. He's my Savior my Lord and my master. And I just try to be a 
try to spread the gospel as best I can, mm. even as a bug killer. <laughs> <laughs> and he has used you, Mark. Mark uh, Spurlick, my brother in Christ. Uh, thank you for joining us. Thank you for your willingness to share and just share out of your life experience, but also share your love and faith in Jesus with us today. Charles, thank you for having me on your program. I'm honored and humbled. And keep doing what you're doing, too. Just as I am without one plea, but that thy blood washed for me, and that thou bidst me come to thee, O Lamb of God, I come. I come Just as I am Though tossed about With many a conflict Many a doubt Fightings and fears Within, without O Lamb of God, I come, I come. That's from my mother's hymn book. That's what he called it, Johnny Cash, after he was converted and met Jesus Christ. And of course, that was just as I am. You know, one of the things I really enjoy about our Christians You Should Know series is that we get to see how the Lord is working through his vast body, his church, his people. Some of those people are well-known, but most of them are just faithful servants of the Lord, pointing others to Jesus in their day-to-day lives. That's inspiring to me, and I know it was to you as well. And I'm grateful that Mark Spurlick took some time to talk with us today at the studios of Moody Radio, West Michigan. And just before we go... I want to share a way that you can partner with us to help Haven Today keep sharing this great story where you listen and on stations all over the world. And for your gift to this ministry, I want to send you the new documentary on the life of Johnny Cash. Hello, I'm Johnny Cash. Johnny told me I'm my happiest when I'm performing. But sometimes Cash gets into trouble. He was darkness and light living in the same body. He was my hero for all the right reasons and all the wrong reasons. He faced his worldliness and came out wanting to be right with God. Do you have any regrets about what you've done? I forgave myself. When God forgave me, I figured I'd better do it too. Johnny Cash, The Redemption of an American Icon. It's a well-made film that'll show you how he was raised in a Christian home, but then rebelled against all he knew was right and wrong. But eventually, after fame and fortune, he was brought to his knees before a saving Savior. What a story of redemption. It'll inspire you to keep praying for those who've gone astray around you, or maybe even you. Even better, pop some popcorn. Invite your loved ones over to your house who don't know Christ yet to come and watch it with you. So for your gift to the ministry, we'll send you the DVD called Johnny Cash, The Redemption of an American Icon. 
The film is fun to watch. It contains music from his career. But when I watched it with my wife, Janet, we gained a new appreciation for his life and faith in Jesus. You'll be encouraged to see how God gave a broken man a second chance. So come to our website right now. Watch the trailer we've put up there for the documentary. Our web address is haventoday.org, haventoday.org, or call us right now and make your gift, but be sure and ask for the DVD on Johnny Cash. Call 800-65-HAVEN, 800-65-HAVEN. And while you're at it, get another copy or more and send them to those who live afar. You can't get this DVD on Amazon or other online stores. I'm Charles Morris. Thanks so much for joining me. Won't you come back again tomorrow? And again, together, we'll share the great story. The story that's all about Jesus. We'll do it here on Haven Today. Here for your encouragement and your walk with Jesus, I'm Charles Morris with Haven Ministries, inviting you to anchor your day in God's Word. We've all been there as children, waking up in the middle of the night, thinking we've been abandoned, wondering if we are all alone, scared that our parents aren't there to protect us anymore. It's a terrifying feeling, and sometimes we can feel that way in our relationship with the Lord, wouldn't you say? We walk through life and wonder if He's still with us or if He's left us. But in those times, it's important to remember Christ's words in John 14. My peace I give to you. Let not your hearts be troubled. In Christ, we have peace with the Lord. And in Christ, we have access to the Lord at all times. Peace, not fear. Spend more time with Jesus. Visit GetAnchor.com.